Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast, checking in with you once again. Oh, man, the drama continues. I think that was one of the titles of one of the previous episodes, but it, it just keeps going on. Aaron Rodgers. Um, some people are going to call him a distraction. I can definitely not disagree with them, but at this point, he is the headlines everywhere. He is controlling basically all the media at this point, I'm guessing. Um, I don't watch much of it. I'm definitely engulfed in way other things, but the little bit of football knowledge that I do, you know, acquire throughout the you know, little tweets or wherever I'm at. It's all about Aaron Rodgers. With that being said, I still want to hear from Ike, you know, Isaac Yeadham. We want an update, man. I want to know that you're healthy out there and just definitely, man, prayers, prayers going out to you, man. Um, ESPN, huge level of disappointment for these fellows over here in just employing, you know, they, they provide employment and they paid this piece of shit, this racist piece of shit named Ryan Clark to sit on the air and literally, let me quote him correctly, and I am sick of tired and sick and tired of white men bringing up Martin Luther King when they want to draw some type of equation to oppression. All right, now, 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 let me, let me go ahead and let me, let me rephrase what I said. Ryan Clark, you racist piece of shit. You can come over here. You can catch me in the Dino. You can come get beat the fuck up. You want to talk all crazy like that, calling people out of their fucking skin color. If I'm going to sit here and say, oh, if, if any black man's over here quoting... The white, you know, quoting, I don't know who you want, Albert Einstein about um, physics. And did it like, you, you realize how stupid you sound? You know what I mean? Like we're trying to get rid of all this and ESPN is literally paying this fool to be on the air quoting this. Um, if you're sick and tired of it, of white man quoting Martin Luther King, let me go ahead and bring this back. So you, if you're sick and tired of it, I'm going let me, to, let me, let me do something for you. Let no man pull you so low to hate him. There you go. If you want to stop me from quoting them, you can go ahead and hit me on the DMs. You can go ahead and you can stop this. You can get off the air. You can co- go ahead and do something about it. You can come catch me over here in the Dino. You know what I mean? Where you very few white people, you can come holler at me when you're the one white dude inside the fucking welfare office and talk to me about a little bit of racism when you go to school and there ain't many white people there. You, you talk to me about racism and say that you can't quote something. You know what I mean? I don't think... For me, the definition of racism is you feeling entitled by your skin color to be allowed to do something that somebody by their skin color is not. That is my definition of racism. And if you want to step to my face and have an issue with it, come stop it, boy, because I'll beat the fuck out of you. Um, back to reality. Green Bay, man, go, Pat, go. You know what I mean? We got to keep, keep it, you know what I mean? Keep it, keep it ghetto, man. That's where the fuck I'm from. But, man, that piece of shit, he's lucky he was on air because it's crazy what people say over the air that they won't say to your face. That's why I keep it real chill. I love everything about Packer, Packer Nation. You know what I mean? I love everybody, but I'll call a piece of shit by a piece of shit, and this is my platform to do so. ESPN, very unacceptable, um, very unacceptable. If somebody does that, you gotta. it's up to you. I mean, they're representing you. I'll definitely go on social media and put a little more up on this part. I'll even put a video clip up. I'll figure out how to get it up, and you guys can hear it for yourself, man. With that being said, that's the only thing I have to put on that part. Back to Green Bay, back to Green Bay. Oh, man, Green Bay and Kansas City. We're going to be without Aaron Rodgers because he tested positive for COVID, which he was uh, immunized, I'm sure you know, up to this point. And even though 
immunized sounds a whole lot like immune, which means that you pretty much can't get it. Um, and you know what I mean? When you're vaccinated, you could definitely get it. But when you're immune, when you're immune to something, you typically don't get it. But he definitely got it. So whatever. He, he didn't want to go into details about what he did or, you know, he didn't want to expose what he did. He did mention a name. I'm not too fond of this. I'm very fond of the, the fella that he mentioned. He mentioned Joe Rogan as getting a lot of his knowledge and things and his um, expertise, which, you know, Mr. Rogan, I've been a huge fan. I've definitely been in MMA for so long. If y'all want to check out the Nipple Whiskers podcast, I'll probably continue on this Ryan Clark issue because this dude is a piece of shit and I'm tired of people getting away with it because this is a two-way street and... Boy, if your car is going the opposite way, I'll throw a rock straight through your damn window hoping you pull over. You know what I mean? <laughs> we we bout about it over here, boy. Um, I've definitely been this, you know, I mean, I've been to certain towns. I've lived in small towns where they were mostly white. I've been, you know what I mean? I lived with Klansmen, and I lived with, you know what I mean, Crack House. I've lived in a lot of places. Uh, like I said, check out the Nipple Whiskers podcast. You can check out the background. I got definitely a lot of experience in racism and I can speak on that subject very well, very well. Um, damn back to Aaron Rodgers. The drama continues. Um, he's at it once again, playing the victim. It was amazing that he's trying to pull this off. Uh, he's trying to dodge the bullet and not only does he try to dodge the bullet, he tries to deflect it into somebody else. It was Gutekinds during the off season. Definitely. He was hating on Goody. Now he's hating on the NFL. You know what I mean? And their protocols. And he definitely, he issued no type of apology. He definitely said, I did not lie. When the question was, are you vaccinated? And what is your status on the vaccination? Blah, blah, blah. And he said, yes. So the first question was, are you vaccinated? First part of his answer is yes. And then on the second part, what do you believe in the protocol? He said, I am immunized. So that's the way I would take it. So the yes I mean, no, you're not vaccinated. That's what it comes down to. And uh, that was your opportunity. He said, you know, if they would have asked further, playing that wordplay shit, um, if your girlfriend starts doing that, she's probably cheating. You know what I mean? They're always up to something. I would definitely, you start doing that type of crap, you got to definitely, it's, it, it's very crazy. What he did say, and which was an admission, which a lot of us knew going into this, was he was avoiding the criticism. The words that he used was, he was avoiding, you know, there was a witch hunt going on around the league. And, okay, if there's a witch hunt going on and he's a witch, but he ain't, he didn't point it out. You know what I mean? All he said was that group over there, I'm not judging those guys. You know what I mean? Like those are a bunch of witches. But, no, boy, you're out there. You're part of the group. But it's just amazing how he tried to dodge his bullet like he was innocent. And just as av- avoidance, just the way that he avoids any type of responsibility. And it's disgusting. I mean, it truly is. It, it's amazing. It is amazing, especially after, you know, what Brett Favre went through when he got caught sending those dick pics and just that was it was something. But he did not try to avoid it. He definitely didn't. He owned it. You know what I mean? It was interesting, fellas. Interesting, fellas. Aaron Rodgers is very interesting. Um, he came out with pages of notes. It was pages of notes. I mean, he didn't even take questions. Pat McAfee tried to ask him questions, and he shut him down for probably 20 minutes of just babbling on. And it wasn't even about, you know, how, you know, his – all it was was a no-vax rant. It was just a no-vaccine rant for 20 minutes. 
I'm not saying that he's definitely not a stupid fella, but he's a dumb motherfucker, man. That's all I can say about this guy. I love him as our quarterback just because he balls out. Um, he's got this system down. There's nobody better at this point. And the drama continues. Uh, it's, what? We're not even halfway through the season, and this dude has been the center of attention before it started. Halfway through, he's keeping it, you know, keeping it true, keeping it on top, missing games and everything. So we'll see how that goes. Um, interesting fella, interesting fella right there. His biggest takeaway from the talk was he does not believe in mask. I mean, how do I feel about this? I don't believe in mask either. I've worked in places. I was inside of a vegetable when I was doing quality control and we had to wear masks. I was there during the pandemic and I watched it, you know, to where shields started going up. We had to start wearing masks. It was different. You know what I mean? And we just all accepted it. And if you didn't like it, you found a new place to work. But ultimately everybody started wearing masks and that goes down to my last job. I, I enjoyed my last job. You know what I mean? This is what I can tell you. If you don't like the rules, it's not that you work around them. This is this possibly may cost the team. It should definitely cost you. You should be fined. Um, if not, I'm hoping he doesn't get suspended. And I'm hoping that the, the team doesn't get fined for allowing him to bypass the protocols, for speaking without a mask at the podium, even though you know Aaron's sitting there talking about, well, you guys are so far away that I don't think it matters. And the mask doesn't do anything anyways. And you wouldn't be able to hear me. And he's just going off on all this stupidness. Like, it's, it's, it's madness. It's madness. And he's just deflecting everything. But what he goes, all I can state on that is seatbelts. Mr. Aaron, I don't like wearing a seatbelt. I don't believe that I should be charged. You, the government should not be allowed to charge me for putting, not putting my seatbelt on when the only thing I'm doing is putting myself at risk. They'll sell me a pack of cigarettes but they'll give me a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt when that puts nobody else at risk but yourself. You know what I mean? You're not putting anybody in harm, but you, they'll sell you something that, if used correctly, will kill you. It is, it is simply amazing to me. I don't believe in seatbelts, but I wear one. It's the first thing I do when my, I get in my vehicle, and it's just part of the game. Drug test. Um, here in California, it's very interesting for the people that smoke a lot of marijuana. You would probably know yourself. Um, for a long, long time, people smoke marijuana when they go home. And it was, you know, basically illegal at first. And then over the years, it became legal. So you could go down and you could buy it from the doctor. You could go down and buy it from the clinic. Right now, you can walk into a store and purchase it all over the place. But you go get a job and they're going to test you to see if you smoke marijuana. Now, they don't test you for alcohol, but you could be drinking the day before. Drug test. What do you do? You figure out a way to pass them. You know what I mean? You get around it and, uh, or don't smoke or find a different job. I mean, it's very simple. Taxes. Some people don't believe in paying taxes. Um, you look at the history of taxes and how, you know, they were initially started claiming the, the taxes for war efforts. And then even after the war ended, they just continued taking the taxes. We understand government. We're not going to get into all of that. I definitely can on the Nibble Wishers podcast. This is not the place for it, but I pay my taxes. You know what I mean? I don't believe in them, but I pay them. Like I said, the Joe Rogan thing, I thought it was not fair that he brought up Joe Rogan just because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, is in a, he's in a pile of shit. And when you're in a pile of shit, it's not cool to drag other people's names into it. 
Um, Joe Rogan, I'm a huge fan of the fella. I love everything he does. I definitely listen to hours and hours of his podcast. Um, I'm an even larger fan of his in the MMA community. I have been. He's been a real person for years and years. I know he doesn't even care if Aaron Rodgers said his name. He might even like it. So as far as Joe Rogan's concerned, I know he's not really concerned. Joe Rogan is an amazing person with like the most pure and truest intentions. So I have no questions. You know what I mean? I love love him. Nothing but love for Joe Rogan. But I didn't think it was right that Aaron Rodgers even threw his name out there. I didn't think it helped Aaron Rodgers' credibility at all. He definitely sounded this entire interview like somebody that should probably be on Joe Rogan's show. Um, it was very. It sounded almost like a like a um, Donald Trump like speech almost just the way that he was talking about the left this the left this and everybody on the left this and every it was it was disgusting just listening to everything he said it just sounded it was an anti-vax like just rant for I don't even know I think the interview was like 45 minutes but it was sad it was very sad I thought that you know AJ Hawk even dropped some decent questions Pat McAfee was out there and they were just I mean, Aaron Rodgers came prepared once again with just pages and notes, just like he did when he was attacking Goody and the Packers organization. He just came out attacking the NFL. I think he understands he has one year left. Maybe he'll bounce to another team and do a year or two, but he knows that, you know, the end's coming. He's just ruffling feathers, so when he gets out of here, he can continue, you know, being in the limelight. He, he enjoys the spotlight. It's definitely very clear. He does not enjoy the spotlight when – it's a bad thing when he's being criticized and it's a huge disappointment as a leader. And the way that I think of the mask thing, if I'm in a, if I'm in somewhere, even in my job and I have to wear, we all have to wear our mask. If there's one person, especially if he's higher up the QB, the person that wants to be part of personnel decisions, for example, and he just feels that he can walk around. He's the only person that can walk up to the podium unvaxxed and just be talking and like his privilege he feels so privileged and so entitled. That's what the whole, and you know what? It's it's just Aaron Rodgers in a nutshell. It's the way that he's been. It's no surprise. Nobody is surprised by this. And it's just his level of, of entitlement. I think that does affect a locker room. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see one person getting that privilege to where he's walking up there, especially with all the racism and the Ryan Clark bullshit, his white privilege. You know what I mean? It's just like, but I definitely, I see where it's coming from. And if the NFL knew the entire time and they were letting them speak at the podium and they weren't charging them, they weren't hitting them with tickets, it's the same thing as the judicial system. It's all corrupt. And you know what I mean? There's power and they, they're not, it's not consistent. I don't want to start sounding like Shannon Sharp, but that's exactly what he says every time. And he's so right. You know what I mean? I love listening to Shannon and Skip. Them, them two dudes are awesome. They just go off. I definitely don't agree with either of them 100% of the time, but I love that show. Um, Undisputed. Big shout-out to Undisputed over there. With that being said, man, distractions. I love them. You know, as a QB, Aaron Rodgers, he is a great QB. There's nobody questioning that. You can't question that. The dude, I mean, he's definitely not a GOAT. You can look. He has one ring. Right now, he's the third greatest Packer quarterback of all time. You have Bart Starr. You have Brett Favre. And then right now, Aaron Rodgers. If he pulls off another Super Bowl, he's in the discussion, you know, puts him in number two. But we'll see. Right now, Jordan Love is one year away from matching Aaron Rodgers' production if he just pulls off a Super Bowl, which would be amazing. Oh, man. We get to see soon. 
my biggest thing, my biggest takeaway, Aaron Rodgers situation, is own it, motherfucker. Like, just own it. You got busted. You said what you said. You slick talked your way out of it back then. You wanted to avoid the witch hunt. Well, now they caught your ass. They caught the witch, and the witch is over here pleading at the stake. You know what I mean? They 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 got all the wood and what's it called, Kindle underneath. They got it all set up, about to burn it, and he just over here just snitching on, just trying to throw everybody else under the bus. And it's like, dude, dude, like it's crazy. Your perspective has a lot to do with it. When he was talking about the yellow bracelet, and he was like, yeah, they put the yellow cone of shame, or the yellow bracelet to shame you, blah, blah, blah. If, if it's, it's all on perspective. You can look at it. That could be a, a symbol of pride. You're like, hey, check it out, boy. Check it out. I ain't fall for that shit. Like, yep, y'all. Man, y'all got the mark of the beast. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool. I'm purebred right here, boy. Like, whatever the hell you want to call it. But that's all in perspective. I mean, it's all perspective is an amazing thing. And this dude it just has a very, very sick perspective. And, uh, last episode, I was questioning his mental health. And it's just his perspective is uh, it, they're against me. They're against me. It's a sad perspective to have just because... You know, it's 99% of the time true, too. But you're not going to find happiness in it, and I think that's his biggest problem. He's not finding happiness in any way, shape, or form. He wanted to by ducking this, and he got hit with the, you know, overhand right. Boom. Packers organization. I I gave Goody a lot of credit last time, but it's very clear that he's just been, there hasn't been a coward in big situations. I hope it doesn't cost the Packers organization, but for their failure to put their foot down. I mean, if it does, it does, and I understand it. If we lose draft picks because they didn't enforce the protocol on Aaron Rodgers in the building, especially at the podium and everything, you can't avoid it. On the sidelines when he was supposed to on those first three preseason games, and, you know, I mean, the three preseason games, he should have worn his mask. He didn't. When he was in Kyler Murray's ear after the game, just whispering all up in it like he was his biggest, like, groupie, he didn't, you know what I mean? He's not supposed to as an unvaxxed player and it's just protocols. You got to follow the rules when you're in an organization. I mean, he's like, well, I didn't sign anything. Well, the rules changed. That happens at a lot of my jobs. And if I'm, um, if I'm unhappy, like my last job, which I loved it, I enjoyed everything. I got paid very well. Their bonuses were awesome. Um, I made more money than I did, you know, when I started the job that I'm at now, even though I've got bonuses, uh, I've got a raises now and I make more however I left I found a new job because I was unhappy with the hours that I was working I was on third shift and I wanted to spend more time during the day with my kids and I didn't want to leave them alone at night because like I said I live in the ghetto and when I would leave at 2 a.m sometimes it would be I had police right here on the corner shut down my whole block and as I'm walking out the door they're like hey well you know who are you what's going on I'm like ma'am about to go to work but my registration see I, I got different cars and stuff so i swap plates and everything so i'm not completely legal you know what i mean and uh i had to drive off and i have a you know uh modified exhaust and i, I get pulled you know it's it's a cop magnet so i got to drive past them so i want to talk to them before i drive past them otherwise i'm getting pulled over and this is i could have avoided it just by talking to them they're like hey you got we're looking for somebody in the neighborhood he's got you know dreads and wearing a red shirt and i was like well y'all want to check my backyard we can check it uh, got my flashlight and I went back there and we checked my backyard, you know what I mean? Looking for him and pop back out and I'm like, all right, I'm gone. Cause my family's in there. So I'm not trying to leave my family. If somebody's in my backyard anyway. So I left, you know what I mean? But just knowing that and knowing what's crack over here at night, 
man, we just had a crazy poli- police shooting. Um, a cop came around the corner and dude just lit him up with, with a gun. Just do, 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 do. Cop car f- caught on fire. The next day they caught him. He, he shot the cop. The cop didn't pass away. You know what I mean? And I'm very thankful for that. Um, next day they caught him over here on baseline and he shot two more cops, ended up taking them out. I believe they, they killed him. And, uh, it's just, it's wild over here, man. It's wild. So I, I wanted to be home at night. So with that being said, I just went somewhere where I'd be happy. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to break everybody's rules and get in trouble and get the team in trouble because this is a team sport. This is not an individual sport. This is not tennis. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to hurt the whole team. And the Packers organization, you definitely look like cowards in some of this. I mean, you just have to put the foot down and you can't be scared of Mr. Aaron Rodgers. One more year, guys. One more year. This is Hopefully this is the end of it and... That's that. With that being said, let's go ahead. I'm jumping over to Odd Shark to do this week's picks, and we'll run down it real quick. We had a cool little Thursday night game. I thought that um, the third-string quarterback, Johnson, I believe his last name was, I thought that he showed up and balled out, but the game was already, you know what I mean, out of hand and had gotten away from them. Um, it It was a good game. I really enjoyed it, and Thursday night has come and gone. Let's go to Sunday. We have Atlanta. Going to New Orleans. New Orleans is minus 5.5. I don't know how they got that one out, but um, I'm going to take Atlanta. Money, money line. Let's go ahead and take Atlanta money line. I know New Orleans kind of been on a streak, but Matt Ryan, he's been he's been balling, man. They lost Calvin Ridley. I do understand that. They don't have much talent out there on the wide receivers, but I think Matt Ryan will pull it off. All we need is that defense to do anything. If you want to take the points, I think that, no, nah, 5, 5.5, you got to just take the money line. That's a huge money line bet. Let's take that as an underdog bet, and we'll just start there. Denver versus Dallas. Dallas minus 7.5. Denver plus 7.5. I can't take Denver. I cannot do it. Teddy Bridgewater, the way that they've been playing, um, no, minus 7.5, and they just traded DeMarcus Ware as if they're like not even worried about this year. So without that pressure... We got to take Dallas, minus 7.5. That's hard to do, but I'm going to take them. We have Buffalo, Jacksonville. Um, Buffalo is minus 10.5, even as the visiting team. That means Jacksonville is really, really bad. I'm going to take Jacksonville with the points, 10.5. If it was 10, I would not you know, consider, but 10.5, let's take it. Jacksonville will take them with the points. Houston versus Miami, they're traveling down to Miami. Miami's minus seven. Um, let's go ahead and take Miami, just because Houston's been that bad. Um, New England, traveling down to Carolina. Carolina, uh, plus two five, which means New England's favored. Um, yeah, New England's favored, minus 2.5. Uh, let's see, I believe Christian McCaffrey's headed back. I'm not sure if he came back just to practice or if he's coming back to play if christian mccaffrey's playing we're taking new england with the minus 2.5 we're gonna go ahead and stick with new england i'm um, not sure what's going on in carolina really I, i'm pretty sure he's playing this week but even then they have some issues over there not even sure if their quarterback's back from injury i should have done a little better research over there in carolina but i believe they're gonna lose that one that's new england and gotta take belichick all righty, we got Minnesota is traveling to Baltimore. Baltimore is minus six. We're going to take Baltimore because I believe that they'll win by seven or more. So let's go ahead and take 
Baltimore because, you know, we all feel the same about Minnesota. Go, Pat, go. All right, traveling down to Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cleveland letting go of OBJ. Um, they finally released him, but he's got to wait for the weekend to clear waivers, so we won't know anything on him until Monday. Cincinnati, minus three. We're going to take Cincinnati. Um, I think, you know what I mean? Uh, let, let me switch that up. Let me switch that up. I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland because um, Baker Mayfield shows up every time Waddell's not there, and with everything going on, I think that they'll show up. Let's take Cleveland money line because they're plus three. Let's go ahead, Cleveland money line. That's a, that's a good money bet right there, man. Come on, Cleveland. Step it up, boy. You, I believe that's going to be a one hell of a game right there. Didn't even know that one was coming up, and I'm pretty excited for it. Las Vegas. Raiders versus the New York Giants. The Raiders are minus 2.5. They just lost Henry Ruggs um, due to his tragic incident. Um, I apologize. I didn't get that girl's name. I did hear it earlier today. And I definitely want to, you know, shout out to her family and everything that they're going through. Definitely my heart goes out to you. And I know Packer Nation feels the same way. So speaking on behalf of Packer Nation, which I don't do very often because I don't like to speak for everybody our hearts go out to you. Um, definitely wish you the best. And, you know, we're definitely not proud of what happened from one of the players. And our hearts go out to you guys. I won't speak on that one again just because I don't want to bring it up. But very, very sad, very sad. And they just lost their head coach, John Gruden, you know, a little while back. It's just been a lot of drama over there. Let's see, man. That's, that's a tough bet, but I'm going to go ahead and take Las Vegas minus 2.5 just because I think Derek Carr is a great quarterback. I'm not saying anything against uh, Danny Dimes or whoever's over there in the Giants, but I don't even know who's over there anymore. That's going madness. And OBJ with his situation, I think that he might sign with the Raiders. We'll see. We'll see. Um, L.A. Chargers, see the. The Raiders don't need any added drama. And OBJ, you already know he's bringing drama. And with all they've been through, it's it's risky for them. They may avoid him just because of that point. The LA Chargers are traveling to Philadelphia, and the Chargers are minus three. Philadelphia, Jalen Hurst has been playing pretty well. Miles Sanders, I believe, was just placed on IR. And they have a they have a fast little wide receiver. I think he's a rookie. Might be a second year. I forget his name. Um he's he's dipping. I think it's Smith, but um, Chargers minus three. Let's take the Chargers at minus three. If anything, I think they'll win by three, but I'll take the Chargers. Arizona minus three against San Francisco. That's a divisional game. I'm sure of that one. They always play each other tough. These teams are built to compete against one another, and we got to take Arizona coming off that loss to Green Bay where they were coming back, coming back. That's one hell of a team. They just – Messed up, miscommunication on one play, and Green Bay walked away with it. That was beautiful. That was a huge game. <laughs> Russell Douglas, go Pat, go, man. That was beautiful. And we got Kevin King back this week. That's going to be stellar. I'm going to, you know, I'm pretty excited to see how they're going to do that. Is it going to be Eric Stokes with Rasul still outside, or are they going to start Kevin King and have Rasul slide inside? Kevin King's played some slot. So I wouldn't be surprised if they keep Rasul on the outside and slide Kevin King on the inside. Um, I believe he he had an extra week of the shoulder injury. He could have came back last week, but I think they want him playing on the inside. They know he's going to have contact, so I think they give him an extra week on the shoulder. 
That would make sense. So we'll see. I think Kevin King, I think that'll be your three-man right there. I think Kevin King's going to soak up that slot. Um, He has a length and everything to cover tight ends, and he's shown that he can't really keep it on the outside. He can't keep up. (sighs) That goes back to Green Bay, minus 2.5 to Kansas City. I'm surprised that's all they're down. Um, That just shows that people still respect the Green Bay Packers, even with Jordan Love. That's crazy that that stat's even that close, especially with Patty Mahomes on the other side. If I was ever going to bet against Green Bay, this would be the week for sure with Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes. you got to take Patrick Mahomes minus 2.5. But with my heart, I would still bet Green Bay money line, and I believe Jordan Love stands a good chance with this Packers team. I think our Packers defense will – I mean, we've been having a lot of t- takeaways, and Kansas City's been giving it up. This is probably the week, you know what I mean, that – Patrick Mahomes was looking forward to facing Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't there. He might come off super hot, and if they're going to win, they're definitely going to beat us by you know more than 2.5. My money would go on Kansas City. If I had to bet, and if I was telling you where to bet, I would bet Kansas City just because it's a backup quarterback. He shouldn't be anywhere near Patrick Mahomes' level, but if Jordan Love pulls it off, man, it's going to be a freaking miracle. Um, it's going to change everything in Green Bay. Everybody's going to be excited. Aaron Rodgers will be kicked out of Green Bay instead of, you know what I mean, his bags will be packed for him, which will it'll hurt so bad. It'll hurt like every, you know what I mean, like they all hurt. Like you look at Belichick and Brady, you look at Indy and Peyton, you look at Green Bay and Favre, you look at just the history of the, oh, man, it, it'll hurt him. It'll hurt Aaron Rodgers so bad, and he does not want to see Jordan Love go out there and ball out. He's going to tell you he does, but – is going to push Aaron Rodgers right out the door, especially with all this drama and everything that he's bringing to Green Bay. They're going to be happy that he's leaving. That is not what he wants. He wants people going to his feet, and he does not want the criticism. That's very clear by the witch hunt. Um, With that being said, Green Bay, Kansas City, huge game, huge game. Hopefully we can school Nick Bolton, even though I have a whole bunch of his rookie cards. And, man, they have a lot of talent back there. They're, they're, they're linebacker court, two young gentlemen that are just balling. Oh, man, can't wait, can't wait. Even though ratings-wise, the defense is pretty much boo-boo in Kansas City, but I think it's more of their secondary. Man, we'll see what happens over there. Tennessee going to visit L.A. Rams. The Rams are minus four. That's uh, a – oh, yeah, you got to take it. Derrick Henry's gone, so you got to take the Rams minus four. That makes it pretty easy. If Henry was there and then, you know what I mean, I might take Tennessee. I was really thinking about it, but now that I remember Henry's gone – we got to take L.A. Rams. I have A.J. Brown on my fantasy team. That's very concerning because now the safety does not have to slide down into the box to stop Henry. Although they have a great offensive line, Derrick Henry is not normal. That man, would he, he stiff arms defensive linemen. Like, there's no replacement, replacement of him probably on this planet. Um, Marshawn Lynch, I mean, if you had him and was able to bring him maybe in his prime, that would have been somebody to compare. Or... Uh, I mean, he's like a he's the Barry he's the modern day Barry Sanders. When I watch him, it's amazing. He's not built like Barry Sanders, but just the way that he gets through situations on one on ones, it's not even fair. Just the the it's like you you never really had a chance, and that's just the only way that I I look at Barry Sanders. And it is very hard as Packer fans, you know what I mean. I don't like giving him the credit, but he was the greatest running back I had ever witnessed, and it was amazing. Uh Uh-oh, I got a baby at the door. All righty. With that being said, 
Got to take the Rams on that one. Chicago is going to visit Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers minus five. Very easy for, you know, Packer, Packer fans to take Pittsburgh on this one. Um, five points is quite a bit to give up, but you got home field and Pittsburgh has been playing pretty well. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, I'm happy to see you playing better. I know at the beginning of the season, people were on him, but I know, uh, what's his name? Tom Coughlin. Is that a, ah, no, no, not Tom Coughlin. It's, uh, Mike Coughlin. I don't know. Their, their coach over there, he had a funniest interview they were questioning him about something that he was asked about. I didn't even really watch it. I don't know what the question was, but he just went off. And I remember him just like, seriously, da, 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 something about college. And then he was like, do you guys ask Andy Reid this types of questions? And he stood up and walked out of the interview. Very, you know what I mean? Uh, it was beautiful to see. That's what I wanted to see from Matt LaFleur when they were asking him about all this, you know what I mean, the stupid stuff with Aaron Rodgers. That's a way that you can respond. Uh, I'm not saying Matt LaFleur should respond that way. I think Matt LaFleur handled it beautifully, and I think that he's great at biting his tongue. Um, he doesn't have the, the veteran status uh, they have over there in Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh is they're, they're, they're winning record pretty much every year. It doesn't matter what happens, what injury happens. He just pulls it off, that coaching staff. Even, you know, it's beautiful what Pittsburgh has over there. I definitely am not a hater on them. I never liked them growing up because my neighbor's dad was a Pittsburgh fan, and they were, they've were they always been a decent team. Their organization is great, just like the Green Bay Packers. Go, Pack, go. So, with that being said, we're taking Pittsburgh minus five. We got Baltimore facing off against Miami Dolphins. Oh, no, that's next week. All right, so that's it. That was Monday Night Football. That was Chicago versus Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh minus five. Oh, man, that's going to be beautiful. And next week, whoo, Baltimore, we got – Baltimore versus Miami on Thursday night. That looks good for my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for that one because hopefully, hopefully Lamar can go off. All righty, folks. So that, that sums up this week's game. Definitely excited for the Packers game just because I really feel that uh, Jordan Love, Jordan Love is going to show up. Now, do I feel that proudly that I'm going to put him on my fantasy team? No, I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team, so it's really hard because I know he's going up against Green Bay, but there's no way I can, like, not start him. And I also have Lamar Jackson. He's going up against Minnesota, and Minnesota's had a tough defense this year. Um, I picked up the Dolphins' defense because they're going against Houston, and everybody knows how Houston does. I'm going against the player, the guy in my matchup this week, has the Bills' defense, and he has – they're going up against Jacksonville, so I really need Trevor Lawrence to show up. I know it's very high, you know, highly unlikely, but I have Trevor Lawrence on my bench, and he's going to stay on my bench if I have a choice. All right, all right, all right. Um, who else I got? So my team is, is looking funny, man. I wanted to trade A.J. Brown. I wasn't able to trade him because Derrick Henry's gone, as I stated earlier. I think that safety is going to slide up now where he used to be down in the box you had to have that eighth man in the box just to stop Derrick Henry which still didn't even work now he can slide up and you know start working on the double team on AJ Brown so I don't see him dominating as he once did but hopefully he can still pull in points I also I still have Eckler um he's going against Philly hopefully he can bring he can bring something down I did start Carter over in New York I probably shouldn't have but I know because that indie front man that indie Line is beast. Um, I'm the one sitting here preaching about Quiddy Pay when I talk about cards and just the talent that he came out with. 
If you want to see a great interviews or great story, check out Quiddy Pay over there in Indy, their first round pick. Beautiful story. I've been his biggest, like one of his bigger fans since. I can't say biggest fans because I'm sure there's bigger ones, but I've definitely like love his story over there. Quiddy Pay, check him out on YouTube. And oh man, he shut down Carter. He shut down that New York Jets um, offense. He was coming off the edge pretty much every snap, and he was just a force to reckon with. Carter got me nine point six. And PPR, that's not very much. 13 carries, 49 yards, one of two receptions for 37. I am running Thielen. We know how we feel about him as Packer fans. But he's been balling. He's been balling as my fantasy team. I'm just, I'm starting Jalen Waddle. Um, that could be sufficient because Devontae Parker is out. He went on IR, I believe, with a hamstring issue. That's at least three weeks. Jalen Waddle, I believe, becomes the number one. Kadarius Tony, I'm starting him against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Kadarius Tony has been a rookie that has just shown he has a chance. He has spark of greatness, and he could be the next Odell without the drama, hopefully. And that would be that would be beautiful for just the Giants. They don't do very well. I mean, Eli Manning, I don't know how he did it. Nobody ever gives him credit, but that dude took like two Super Bowls from Tom Brady. It's amazing. Imagine if there was no Eli Manning, Tom Brady would be even more powerful than he already is, and he's like a freaking god in the football world. Man, that's crazy. All right, and besides that, I still got Brown, like I was saying, from Tennessee. He's quoted pretty high. He actually went questionable. I believe something happened to him. That's it's definitely concerning, something like a hip. or It was a knee, I remember. Um, Darren Waller, he's no longer questionable. Definitely happy to have him out. Um, cause I also picked up Knox and I dropped Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry was more of football dependent Knox coming back. Um, hopefully he can be a lot more dependent and he has a huge upside. So I have Darren Waller. He's, he's my starter at tight end and he's going against the giants. So, you know, football fantasy football makes everything very complicated when it comes to rooting for games. Cause I really don't care who wins. I just want specific players to get touchdowns. Definitely have Robinson for Jacksonville. He's questionable, so I did pick up Carlos Hyde from the waivers, and I put him on my bench just in case. Rashad Bateman came up questionable. Maybe he was the one with the knee injury. I remember just a late questionable tag, and I was like, oh, gr- there we go, another one. Oh, great. Um, I definitely, like I said, Lamar Jackson, I got him going. Um, I started Bagley for Indianapolis Colts. He got me 9 points. That was I picked him up off the waiver, so I can't complain there. 9 points for your kicker. No complaints. Um they definitely put up a lot of points. He was 1 for 1 field goals and 6 for 6 extra points. There was a point at fourth fourth down and like one and they went for it and missed it. And I was like kick the ball. But whatever. I got 9 points. I ain't mad. And then like I said, I got the Dolphins defense. So with that being said, folks, um, my only other real options, like I said, I could slide Trevor Lawrence in, but you don't want to play him against Buffalo. I got Hyde on my bench, but he's only a replacement in case Robinson can't play. I got Swift. He's on a bye, plus he's he's in freaking Detroit. Um, I got Williams over there in Denver, but he's splitting carries with, what's his name, Melvin Gordon. Sterling Shepard's out. Tyler Boyd, he is available, but he's projected at 11 points. He did have a nice week last week, but ultimately I've got to see a little more consistency before he slides in. Corey Davis, out. Um, Plus he played on Thursday, so he would have played already, but he was out. 
Brandon Ayuk, I definitely inconsistent once again. You know what I mean? I, I got to see more out of him. And then I have, like I said, Knox for Buffalo, and he is out. He's hopefully re- returning next week. But I have Logis, Logan Thomas, who is on a bye, and he's hopefully returning next week. So my tight end room will be stacked at that point with Darren, with uh, what's his name? Darren Waller. So I'll have Waller. I'll have Knox from um, Buffalo and Logan Thomas. Got to figure out something because that's that's firepower. I can I can definitely work some trades off that. All righty, folks. Well, I will not hold y'all up too much longer. I definitely want to thank y'all for your time. I do want to hear some responses. Like I said, Ryan Clark hit me in the DM. You can come over here if you want to put a stop to it. Like I said, let no man pull you so low as to hate him. There you go, man. I'm quoting him once again. I'm quoting the great MLK. Um, definitely. And I definitely want to, you know, huge shout out to him. If anybody who understands my bookshelf, y'all could check out the Whipple nipple whiskers podcast, but my bookshelf, I'll read it to you right now. How I see, I see Quran, um, rich dad, poor dad, Holy Bible, minimalism, um, the myth of syphysis or whatever that is, uh, the alchemist. I do read that book. That book is actually beautiful. And it, that one thing that I know about that book, the myth, the myth of syphysis, um, one great thing that I heard from them is it's a book pretty much about suicide that I've got so far. And if you don't understand, you know, wh- why people commit suicide, one thing that I read in there that was very, you know, changed my perspective on it was just if you have something that you find worth living for, it shouldn't be hard for you to understand that they found something worth dying for. And that's just one thing when I heard it, I was like, man, and it just gave me a different perspective on it. And maybe that changes your view, but maybe a book you want to check out after that. I got Neil Tyson, Astrophysics for Men in a Hurry. I got uh, Neil Tyson's letters to uh, letters from an astrophysicist. I have the Bhagavad Gavita. Uh, I don't even know if I pronounce it right, but I do definitely read that thing. I definitely don't know how it's pronounced. I got A Peace to End All Peace, a book about the Middle East and the Ottoman Empire. I got Message to the Black Man. I got Mein Kampf. I got Malcolm X. I got, um, the list goes on, man. I got some Tony Robbins. I got The Game. I got The Tao of Wu, which is Riza. I got Jihad. I got Crusades Through the Eyes of the Arabs. I got A History of God. I got Kite Runner. I got the prophet. I mean, I got, I got books, man. I got a random walk down wall street. I mean, you, y'all could talk to me, man. I got Wiccan. I got, um, the dark arts. I got a Pokemon collection. I got the stock market, man. Y'all should check out nipple whiskers, man. I'm going to go ahead and jump over and make another podcast on there. Let me do a couple hours of some more research to see what I want to jump on there about. Might even kill Ryan Clark some more, but probably won't. Um, love y'all, Packer Nation, man. Um, definitely appreciate y'all. Big games tomorrow. Jordan Love, let's show up. Boy, let's go, let's go. Zadarius Smith, we have him back in attendance in the building. Everybody seems hype. Um, I don't believe he's playing this week. Balaga, hopefully he makes it out there so we can use the depth over there. You know what I mean? In that O-line. Man, big game tomorrow. Big game tomorrow. We want to see our running backs come out and produce. I know we lost Kylan Hill, you know what I mean, for the year, and also Robert Tunyon. Big shout-outs to those two. Um, I definitely want to wish them the best and hope that they get well, you know what I mean, and big hits, big hits over there. Also, the guy that tackled Kylan Hill, I apologize, I don't remember your name, but I do want to wish you the best. That was a huge concussion, and... I'm hoping that he's okay. I believe he was taken out on a cart, and that was very sad, and I just want to wish everybody the best there. 
Um, ESPN, I think y'all should fucking figure that out because that's not right that you have some people saying, and I am sick and tired and sick. Oh, no, I am sick of tired and sick and tired of white men bringing up Martin Luther King when they want to draw some type of equation to obsession, oppression. Like, come on, man. We'll get the, get the hell out. I'll smack. If he was in front of me, I'll sock him right in his, fo- right in his face. And that's just because people wouldn't say that if they were right in front of me. <laughs> but with that being said, man, y'all can end all your racism bullshit, man. You can't sit here and complain about inequality and then bring up some inequalities. You know what I mean? It's, it's amazing to me on how people try to justify those types of things, man. We're all in this together. We're all struggling. And I think we need to have one shared goal which is just a betterment for our children. And if what we're saying doesn't really, you know what I mean? If it's not building something better for our kids, I mean, it's probably best that we don't say it, but look at me, who am I to talk, man? I'm over here bashing all these fucking cowards. But with that being said, I do understand what they are. And when you are a liar, you can be called one Aaron Rodgers. Um, man up, man. I know it's not what your, your specialty is, but it's okay. Everybody can change. I'm, I'm definitely proof of that. So, Broadcasting to you straight from the ghetto. Definitely Kansas City, Green Bay going down tomorrow. Go Pack Go. We're definitely showing up. Let me go ahead. Who's going to be my key player of the game? Well, Campbell is just defensive player of the month, so we got to give him a huge shout-out, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Linebacker gang, linebacker gang. Um, oh, I'm thinking I'm thinking Amos for some strange reason. I'm thinking Amos is going to come up big. I don't know why he just came flashing through my head, but when we're – I got to go wide receiver. I've got to go. I know Devontae Adams is back. I know it's either going to be Amari Rodgers or Randall Cobb. Whoever they put in the slot, I think is going to be his favorite. And I, I, I'm calling it now. I think Amari Rodgers, hopefully Amari Rodgers gets a lot of playing time. If Amari Rodgers gets a lot of playing time, because I'm sure that they have a lot of snaps together, um, get Amari Rodgers out there. I think he gets eight completions. Maybe I should pick him up on the fantasy team. I don't believe in him that much just because they might put Randall Cobb instead. But if they get Amari Rodgers out there, I think he'll get eight completions and just be going off because I think that they have a lot of time together so far. We'll see. We'll see. Those are big, you know what I mean? Big, big, big long shots, but we'll see. Um, Once again, I just hope everybody comes out healthy, and I hope the Packers come out with a win. Go Pack Go. Love and appreciate y'all. Subscribe where you get your podcasts. Follow on social media. Hit me with your comments. I love the hate. I love the love. I hate it all. Um, Back at you. All right. I'm out. Love y'all. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Go Pack Go.